the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Glad to have you along. 844-TALK-989, our number 844-TALK-989. I think the fact that Democrats are pushing to get more control of kids in schools is something they will not be able to hide from in the midterm elections. And people don't like what they're hearing. Good people don't like what they're hearing in terms of what they want to teach kids. Now, if they were doubling down on, hey, we got to get the test scores up, and we got to bolster ourselves in math and I heard Hugh Hewitt this morning talking about a case in Virginia, Thomas Jefferson High School. How's that still named after Thomas Jefferson? How's that not George Floyd High School by now? But at any rate, it's a school where the admissions are 100% test score driven. And what they found is that the test scores were admitting a very high percentage of Asian American students because they do very well on standardized tests because they prioritize education and study. And so now, of course, the people who don't like the fact, and it's Democrats, don't like the fact that it's not equal, it's not equitable. They want the school to change its admission procedure because meritocracy is bad. So if you're an Ohio parent, and you see what they're doing in L.A., San Francisco, sure, but also New Jersey, New York, Michigan, Wisconsin, Washington, Washington, D.C., state of Washington, both. You see this increase on, oh, we got to get kids in school sooner, kindergarten not soon enough. This bill being proposed by a state senator from Toledo, Teresa Fedor, would mandate, mandate preschool, preschool for kids in the state of Ohio. So what, at age three, four, they'd have to go to preschool. You say, well, my kids go to preschool right now. We have a local church that has a preschool. And we put, no, 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 no. Those would be gone. Bye-bye, no more. Public preschool, public preschool. Now they'd be taught by public school teachers. I talked to a teacher in Dublin last week. And she said, it's breaking my heart how many kids in my high school are transitioning. One day they're a boy, and the next day they're a girl. And one day I have to call him he, him, and the next day I have to call him she, her. They change their pronouns, they change their names, they change their gender, sometimes on a daily basis. Sounds ludicrous. It is ludicrous, but it's also her reality. And this is being held up by woke principal John Marshhausen in Dublin by woke principal Paul Imhoff in Upper Arlington. All gender bathrooms in Upper Arlington, in the new school, against state law. Did it anyway. Law, to a Democrat, is a suggestion. Does it conflict with my 
very progressive ideas. It does. Okay, well then, I deem that law to be something we can follow if we feel like it or not follow if it conflicts with what I think. So listen to Dana Perino of Fox. New Jersey, Democratic state, New Jersey has announced new academic instruction for this fall. Okay, This is happening in New Jersey. This is what's in the curriculum for this fall in New Jersey. This is what they're going to teach you. Dana Perino is not advocating for it. She's just reading it off the wall on a graphic at Fox and Friends. And you can't see a graphic on the radio, so I'm having her read it. But this is what is in New Jersey's approved instruction for fall for kids in first grade. Let me read to you from one of these lesson plans for first graders. It says, this is from pink, blue, and purple lesson plan for first grade. Gender identity is that feeling of knowing your gender. You might feel like you are a boy. You might feel like you are a girl. You might feel like you're a boy even if you have body parts that some people might tell you are girl parts. You might feel like you're a girl even if you have body parts that some people might tell you are boy parts. Now, is that crazy? Yes. Is that completely age inappropriate for kids in first grade? Yes. And that's what opponents here in the state of Ohio are railing about with House Bill 616, which would emulate the Florida law, parents' rights and education law, that would keep this kind of extremely inappropriate, extremely agenda-driven instruction out of our schools. But uh, Ms. Fedor from Toledo would like to keep your kid from going to a preschool now that's maybe, say, faith-based or at a synagogue or at a mosque. Now, listen, I don't advocate sending your kids to a preschool at a mosque, but we have religious freedom in this country. That's my personal choice. Somebody else should have the freedom to make their own personal choice. So crazy, 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 crazy stuff. And here is New Jersey State Senator Holly Shapizzi talking about... (laughs) Uh, all the uh, reaction that she's getting from her constituents now that this kind of stuff has been put out, approved, and put out in the open. I've had teachers, Democratic teachers, who have reached out and said, thank you for exposing this. We don't want to teach us stuff. Um, Our children just lost two years of education. A lot of them are lagging, and we need to focus on core things. You know, providing support for children who are part of the LGBTQ community is important, but the far left has just gone so extreme on this type of stuff that parents are really fighting back. I've heard from people all over the state. I've heard from people as far away as Australia, and I think it's something that parents' voices really need to be heard on these type of things. Ah, but hearing parents' voices is not what is top of mind with Democrats because parents' voices, particularly in a center-right state, a red state like Ohio, parents' voices don't mesh with what teachers' unions in Ohio want, with what Democratic legislators in the state of Ohio want. We have a state board of education in the state of Ohio. Do you know who's on it? Do you know how many members there are on it? Do you have any idea how you get on it? Probably your answers to those questions were no, no, and no. It's a very important board 
Because if you wonder, how did New Jersey get this past the voters? Why didn't the voters in New Jersey protest this? There can't be 100% support in the state of New Jersey for a law as crazy as this, teaching this kind of nonsense to first graders. Where are the people? I mean, Phil Miller barely won election in New Jersey. He almost got upset. There was a guy in New Jersey. I remember seeing him. He spent like 100 bucks on his campaign. He was a Republican. He ran. He ousted a guy who'd been reelected to the New Jersey House 10, 15 times. I know there are Republicans in New Jersey. Why did the Republicans not rise up? Ooh, the reason why the Republicans did not rise up is because they didn't get a chance to rise up. Because the State Board of Education made this happen. These guidelines were implemented by an unelected board, a state board of education. So it was done administratively. And I think now is the time that they have to stand up. They need to go to the board of ed meetings and they need to express what they think is appropriate and age appropriate for their children to be taught. So this is the end game of Democrats is they're the ones always talking about democracy. Donald Trump's a threat to our democracy. It's a it's an existential threat to our democracy. You know what's a threat to our democracy? Taking the people out of consequential decisions regarding their children. Could there be a bigger threat to democracy than that? You don't even get to vote? Like, at least in Venezuela, Maduro conducts a sham election. At least in Russia, Putin conducts a sham election. No, no. In New Jersey, this passed by the state board. Voters didn't get a say on it. Boom, there it is. One day not there, next day there. And here in Ohio, this bill from Teresa Fedor, senator from Toledo, she wants to tie passage of a Build Back Better plan in Congress, a federal law, an appropriations bill, essentially, an appropriations bill. Hey, here's a bunch of money. Taxpayers across the country, we're going to fleece you for a couple more trillion dollars. We're going to spend it on goofy, stupid stuff like universal pre-K. And Teresa Fedor says, oh, well, there's a chance that Ohio could turn down that money because not every state accepted uh a big Medicare boondoggle during the Affordable Care Act. There were states that actually said, no, no, we don't want to be subjected to the Affordable Care Act, so we're not going to take that federal money that's there for us. John Kasich took it, stupidly. But that's why Teresa Fedor wants to tie the establishment of a statewide public mandatory preschool to the Build Back Better plan, because guess who that takes out of the equation? Voters! Voters! Guess who else it takes out of the equation? The Ohio General Assembly. So she just wants to slam this through because of Build Back Better. No more faith-based preschools. No more private preschools. It's all going to be done by the state of Ohio. And then you know what the next, you know what the next big ask will be. She'll get this through if she which I don't believe this has a chance. First of all, Build Back Better is not going to pass. But again, it's the it's the rampant disregard for a what parents don't want teachers talking about, which is sexual identity matters of 
conversation that are completely inappropriate for kids. That's one. Two, it's parents having any say in it at the ballot box. Three, here's the other nefariously smart thing she has planned for this. If you get Build Back Better uh, passed, and she gets mandatory public preschool tied to it, what will be the next thing that Teresa Fedor and her Democratic ilk will say in the Ohio State House? Oh, look, look, we have universal public preschool. Shockingly, we don't have enough teachers for that. So we need more teachers. And in order to pay those teachers, because they're public school employees, why? We need more public school funding. We need more tax dollars. We need more real estate tax dollars. We need more income tax dollars. This is the Democratic Holy Grail. They get their hands on your kids sooner. They get to indoctrinate your kids sooner. And they get to do an incredible give back to the teachers unions. Thus what? Inspiring the teachers unions to give them more money. To do what? Elect more Democrats. So, again, I'm not posing this as a matter of conversation because, oh, my goodness, it's imminent and it's going to happen. I want your tentacles to be out and your alarm bells to be ringing is that we got to stop this from happening. But it seems the political wins, as long as Manchin and Cinema hold out, are against Build Back Better happening. But doesn't this speak to why Democrats cannot be trusted? Because they don't take no... For an answer. They don't even want to ask so they can get no as an answer. Ah, we would never get this passed. Okay, well, how can we get it done without getting it passed? How can we get it passed, P-A-S-T, the voters, without getting it passed, P-A-S-S-E-D? We just won't allow there to be a vote on it. And they say that we are a threat to democracy? (laughs) Please. Here's an interesting story about the National Education Association. That's a big old teachers union. Largest teachers union in the country. Well, the Washington Examiner did a breakdown of the teachers union's coffers. And what coffers they are. What do you think the budget is for the National Education Association, which would be founded entirely by teachers union dues and by corporate America donations? $374 million budget for 2020-2021. Well, I'm sure they're returning a lot of that money to their members, right, in terms of health benefits and retirement benefits and the like. Hmm. Well, it's an idealistic view you have. It's just not an accurate view that you have. Uh, the NEA gave 18% of its budget Uh, to political activities and donations. And when you combine that with uh, gifts and grants, which this is what they do, they take all their union dues and then they give it away to left-wing initiatives that are, quote-unquote, studying something. Oh, we're going to do a study 
on the impact of public preschool. Oh, okay, here's $10 million. Just make sure you come up with a finding in your study that underscores the necessity of public preschool. Sure, no problem. 32% of the $374 million NEA budget went to contributions, gifts, and grants. Uh, What about the portion of the $374 million budget, Bruce, that was spent on direct assistance to members who pay $200 a piece to maintain their membership in the union? Ah, well, they got a big, fat 9%, 9% of the budget paid back to them. So they spent twice as much, twice as much on donations to political parties and almost four times as much on contributions, gifts, and grants. When they tell you they care about your kids, well, they're barely speaking truth. They care about getting control of your kids. They don't, here's what they don't care about they don't care about your kids' education. Because if they cared about your kids' education, they would be returning a lot more of their budget to teachers and making sure that their teachers were actually doing a great job. Now, shifting to the state Senate race on the Republican side of the ticket, we await an endorsement from Donald Trump in this race. I think it would be a, I think it would decide the race if Trump made an endorsement. But let me just say, I have been I have been clear before that I do not want Trump to run for president in 2024. Donald Trump was a fantastic president when it came to policy from 2016 to 2020. Great policy. I had questions about the tariffs. I'll admit the tariffs worked out. Tax cuts were great. Southern border, missed opportunity. Talked a lot about it. Didn't get it done when we had complete control of Congress and the presidency from 2016 to 2018. Should have made that priority one. It was a campaign promise. He didn't deliver on it. Okay? You can blame people in the Congress. I get it. He should have kept the pressure on. Should have got that done. But by and large, I'd give his policies, his policies, a solid A. A solid A. Nevertheless, Trump running for president in 2024 awakens the enemy and is a problem. And so I've been wondering, is there in the offing a separation from Trump as a candidate, yet still an embrace of Trump as a transformative person in the conservative movement? Over the weekend, Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire ran a poll. Who do you prefer, DeSantis or Trump? Now, I didn't look at the poll at the end. But when I looked at the poll, it was decidedly in DeSantis's favor. Decidedly. I think that's good. And I think Trump's endorsement of Dr. Oz, I don't think Dr. Oz is going to win the Pennsylvania primary. And that will dilute Trump's influence, which I think is good for those of us who don't want him to run for president, but still want him to be someone who, well, let's just put it this way, says things that candidates can't necessarily say. I don't want Donald Trump silenced. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.